Amen. There ain't nothing like being around God's people. Amen. Nothing like it. Amen. Uh, just as we just as we started Monday night, I still don't know what preacher Richard preached Sunday night, but just as we started Monday night with the word, amen, we preaching tonight with the word. Amen. Very familiar scripture here. Book of Genesis chapter number 22. We're going to begin reading verse number 1. You there say amen. amen. It came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, he said, Behold, here I am. He said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering unto one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, rose up and went into the place which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto, the, uh, unto his uh, young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and uh, worship and come again unto you, or come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife they, and they went both of them together. Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham's son said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering, so they went both of them together. They came to the place which God had told him of, and Abraham built an altar there, laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son, laid him on the altar upon the wood. Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. The angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, and he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him, for now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and beheld. And behold, a, 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 a behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Pastor, if you would ask a blessing. Father, we thank you for the privilege. Lord, we love you once again tonight. Thank you, Lord, for this privilege, Lord, to be able to be here. Lord, we realize tonight, God, without you, Lord, it won't get done. Lord, we love you. Thank you, God, for your many blessings. Father, Lord, touch my body this evening. Give him utterance of the words for our heart to hear. And, Lord, may we be willing subjects tonight. Yes, Lord, we love you tonight. Father, for your blessings, we ask in Jesus' name for thy glory. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. If you would just 
Look back with us in verse number six and seven, if you would please. Amen. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac, his son, and took the fire in his hand and a knife and went both of them together. And Isaac spake to Abraham, his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? As I began to study the scripture and began to ask the Lord what he'd have, amen, for this, uh, for this service. And listen, the Lord will give us thoughts and uh, he give us messages. And, and sometimes it, we think we're going to preach them at a certain time, but then the Lord will allow it to come at another time another place and God knew tonight who was going to be here amen he knew uh, who wasn't going to be here the other services listen you say well I'm just here tonight preacher by chance no you're not you're here tonight because God allowed you I to be in his house I want to preach just on this simple thought out of verse number 7 as Isaac looked at his daddy and can I just paraphrase tonight y'all know how country we are they was walking up the hill there. I want you to notice how Abraham, the Bible said that, amen, he unloaded everything off the ass or the donkey. Said that he put the wood on Isaac. Said that he had the fire and the knife in his hand. But he put the wood on his son. As they went up, Abraham looked at all the men that was with him. Here's what he said. He said, y'all stay here. He said, man, the boy's going to go up yonder. I love what he said. He said, I'm the lad going to go up yonder. He said, but we going to come back. Now, he's going up there to offer his son up. Hey, man, for an offering. And we're going we gonna to gather it tonight out of the word of God. Where uh, uh, Isaac looked at Abraham. And here's what he said. He said, Daddy, I could see him walking up the hill there. I could see him going up as they, as they making the way. His son of father and his daddy. Maybe pulling on the coat of his rope there. Or maybe pulling on I pulling on the, the rope that tied his rope together. Saying, Daddy, and Daddy. And Abraham looked at Isaac. And he said, Son, I'm not here. What's you need? And he said, Daddy. He said, I see the wood. I, Daddy, I see it. I'm carrying it. He said, Daddy, I see the fire. He said, Daddy, I, I got a question for you. He said, what is it, son? He said, Daddy, I see the wood and I see the fire. Oh, but where's the sacrifice? He said, Daddy, where's the offering? We going up here. I, I know what the wood's for. And Daddy, I know. I know what the fire's for. But Daddy, where's the offering? Isaac knew that they were going. Amen. To make sacrifice. Now his daddy never turned around and looked at him and said, son, you're the sacrifice. Never said that. And what did he say? He said, the Lord himself. Glory be to God. He said, the Lord himself will provide a lamb for the sacrifice. Uh, but here's what I want to, I want to preach the question tonight. I bet he asked his daddy. He said, where is the offering? I will preach just a simple thought. I bet the Lord give me on where is it? Amen. Where is it? We find here in the Bible 
Amen. Uh, there's the three things mentioned which say there will be four. But you'll find here, uh, you find there uh, that when uh, he unloaded all the thing that was needed uh, for the sacrifice, you'll find there uh, the things that was unloaded. You'll find there that the wood, amen, was put on Isaac. The Bible said that he laid to put the wood upon Isaac the son. I ask you tonight, where is the wood for the sacrifice in our life? We find in the Bible that he said, He that won't taketh his cross and follow me is not worthy to be my disciple. I will say to you tonight, church, each and every one of us, we have our cross to bear. But I ask you this, where is the wood? Now notice, that was put on the sun. I daddy didn't carry that. Each and every one of us, we got a load to carry in this world. I'm reminded of an illustration that an older preacher one time I gave and I've held on to it. He said a gentleman went to God one day and said, Lord, my cross is too heavy for me. And the Lord said to him, well, I tell you what, you can lay your cross down and when you feel like you can get it, take it back. You come back and we'll work it from there. So the man goes on and then he comes back to the Lord and he said, Lord, I feel like I'm ready now to carry my cross. Listen to me. You can't lay your cross down. Every one of us, we got our own cross to bear. We got our own wood we got to carry. Listen, you think living a Christian life is it going to be easy? It ain't, my friend. It wasn't easy for Jesus. I'd have carried the cross all the way up to the hill of Golgotha. But he did it. His cross was his own. <laughs> so he goes back to God a little time later and he said, Lord, I, I think I'm ready now to carry my cross. The Lord said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll let you pick your own cross out. He opened up the door and as far as that man could see was crosses everywhere. Walked up to one that was about as tall as what we are. And the Lord said, well, how about this one? He said, uh, and the Lord, I, I don't know if I can handle that cross. That looks like a, that looks like it's a little too big for me. So they went on a little ways. Then they found one about the size of that night there. And the Lord said, well, how about this one. Uh, Lord, I just don't think I'm ready. Uh, I, listen to me. Uh, the Bible said, God, uh, I wouldn't put nothing, no, no more on us uh, than we could bear. Uh, if our cross gets too heavy, uh, hey, uh, he said, come unto me, uh, all ye that are weak and are heavy laden. Uh, he said, I, uh, I will give you rest. Uh, uh, now ain't the time for stumbling. Uh, now ain't the time for laying the wood. Where's the wood? Uh, where's the sacrifice? Where is the wood? Where's our burdens? Where's our cross this day and time? He goes on a little further out there in that field. He finds one about this big, about as big as your Bible. The Lord said, how about this one? He said, Lord, you don't understand what I'm going through. I just don't think I can handle that. That man looks over there and he found one made out what it looked like toothpicks. He said, Lord, I've been going through a lot in my life. 
I've been going through so much. I think, Lord, I can handle that one. How the Lord looked at him and said, are you sure? Oh, yes, sir. I think I can handle it. God said, do you know you can? He said, yeah. He said, son, that's the one you just laid down. Oh, hey, friend, I'm going to tell you, we've got our own cross that we've got to bear. Hey, listen, you've got yours. I got mine. You can't carry mine. I can't carry yours. I ask you tonight, where is your cross? Some of us are laying it down. We ain't want to fight the good fight anymore. Where is it tonight? Where is it? We want to just tiptoe through the tulips. We don't. We want everything to be rosy in our life. I'm gonna tell you, life ain't gonna be easy. Mamas and daddies, you listen to me. You gonna raise your babies right? It ain't gonna be easy. Hey, husband and wife, you gonna grow in your marriage? It ain't gonna be easy. You gonna have a cross to bear? I just like Isaac. Hey, the daddy, his father put the cross on him. Put the wood on him. God's put one on you to carry. Now, you don't have to carry it. He that won't take up his cross and follow me, Jesus said, he's not worthy of me. How goes on another scripture and says, he's not worthy to be my disciple. Friend, we got to, where is it? Where is it? Oh, little things come our way. First thing we won't do is give up. First thing we won't do is quit. First thing we won't do is throw a pity party. Listen, you're the only one there. The devil ain't even going to show up with you. Uh-uh. Hey, listen, we've all, now listen. Now are we our brother's keeper? Sure. Can we help one another? Carry one another's burden? Sure we can. But each and every one of us, the day you got saved, God put a cross on your shoulder to carry it ain't nobody else's responsibility to carry it. Then we find here, then we find here, after he put the fire, the wood there, verse number six, and Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering laid it upon Isaac, his son. Watch this. And took the fire in his hand. Now notice who held the fire there. Oh, Isaac didn't hold the fire. The father held the fire. I'm reminded there about what John the Baptist said. He said, I baptize thee with water. He said, there's one coming after me whose shoes I am unworthy. At last, he said, he shall baptize baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Where is the fire in our lives? The Bible said in the book of Hebrews that our God is a consuming fire. Where is the wood? Where is our cross? Where is the fire in our lives? I'm a fire. Oh, glory. The son didn't carry that. That's in the Father's hand. Only he can give that fire. What's that fire do? It'll burn all that nasty stuff up in your life. All that consuming. You know what consume means? It may now I ain't the smartest person in the world. I ain't. But I know what consume means. It means to take it over. It means to do away with it. Huh? 
Hey, let me say, I got to give, y'all know how I am. I just got to give illustration. That'd be all right tonight. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. If I was to come up behind some of y'all, if I had a cigarette lighter, I'd come up behind you. I light that thing and I hold it right there at the back side of your leg and then I let it go. Oh, you ain't going to feel it for a minute. Arrive, oh, coming a little time after that. Wow, I'm going to tell you right now. I, when the Holy Ghost fire I, I gets inside of it. Hey, I'm going to say it again. It ain't a church of God thing. It ain't a Pentecostal thing. Hey, it ain't a denomination thing. It's a God thing. Where is the fire in our lives? Man, we we deader than four o'clock. Uh, we come in the churches. Can I just preach a little bit? We act like we ain't got nothing to praise him about. We act like God ain't been good to us. I say, I say, where's that cross? I say, where's the wood? Hey, I say, where's the fire? Oh, you let the Holy Ghost fire. That's what he said. He said, I indeed baptize you with water. Oh, brother, I was about said you having a baptizing next Sunday. Friend, I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh, I when the Holy Ghost baptize you. When they baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Friend, I'm gonna tell you right now. You get it right. When you get saved and you get baptized, there'll be smoke on the water. Where's the wood? That's for you to carry. Where's the fire? The fathers are holding it. Oh, he wants to give it to you. He wants to fire you up. I told y'all why the pulpit sits higher. Did I tell y'all that? I had somebody ask me one time, when you go in church, why does the pulpit sit higher and everything? You know what I told them? I said, it's my launch pad. Glory be to God. I'm waiting on the Holy Ghost. And I light me up. Hey, when you're out there in the world, hey, do you realize what we're doing? Do you realize that the world's watching us? Do you realize they're wanting to see if you're going to give up under that cross? They want to see if they're going to give up when times get rough. I say, where is the wood? Church, listen to God tonight. Where's the fire of God in our lives? Excuse me while I get plugged in. Hallelujah. Everybody in here know what a drop cord is, right? Now listen, I'm, I was an electrician by my trade. Went to college, electrical engineer, all that, all that mess. You know, you can take, you can take a drop cord and plug her in right there. Y'all, everybody see that plug in right there? Receptacle for all you proper people. Uh, that plug in right there. You plug that thing in. I'm going to tell you right now. You can plug her in. Run her out the door. Oh, and then you hook another one up. 
you're running out towards the old church up there on the hill and you plug in, you realize how the further you get away from the power supply, how the weaker the power gets. Do you realize how the lower that light's going to glow? Do you realize that? You know what I say? God, take the breaker out. Hook me to the bus bar. Glory to God. Amen. Excuse me while I get plugged in. Man, I've been working on houses. Boy, they give you a temporary power service out there. You run it out there. Had to run so many, so many cords there. You go to cut a board. Go to cut some stringers out for some steps. That old song, ain't no power out there. Uh, I believe some of us trying to plug into God off a drop cord. Uh, I'm going to tell you, amen, get right there in the glory spout where it all comes out. Let God dump it on you. Don't be scared of the fire of the Holy Ghost. I say where is the fire of God in our lives? This church wants to say they right. This work church wants to say they're right. That denomination wants to say they're right. That, listen, nomination ain't going to get you to heaven. Religion ain't going to get you to heaven. I'm, can I tell you what gets you there? Anybody want to know? Raise your hand. You want to know? Hey, of the blood of Jesus Christ, except a man, I'll be born again. Glory. He shall not see nor enter of the kingdom of God. Where is the fire in our lives? So he goes on there. Bible said that he, that he put the wood on Isaac. But the father held the fire. Let me go ahead and say this about the Holy Ghost too. That's what he said. Our God's a consuming fire. Bible said his fan is in his hand. Separating the wheat from the chaff. Huh? He get huh? You know what that means? You ever seen anybody do that? They'll throw it up. All the heavy stuff, the good stuff will fall. Oh, and they take a fan. And oh, I believe what God's doing right now in our lives. What He's doing in this world. I believe He's a separating. Huh? Oh, there's some people out there. Oh, listen to God tonight. Hey, some people out there. How they think they can turn the Holy Ghost on and turn Him off. They think they got control of Him. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. The fire is in the Father's hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. Boy, I love being old-fashioned. Hey, man, I do. Uh, preacher, why are you preaching so loud? For? Cry loud. Spire not. Show my people their ways in the house of Jacob their sins. Lift thy voice like a trumpet. Hold on, brother. I'm fixing to change keys. Glory be to God. It goes on and said that Abraham had the fire. And what else did he have? Oh, he had the knife. Huh? I ask you this tonight. Where is the cross? Where is the wood? I ask you this tonight. 
Where is the fire in our lives? But I'll ask you this. Where's the sword of God in our life? Now listen. Who had the sword? Who had the knife? The father had the knife. Oh my, my. Ain't you glad that he gave us something? The Bible said that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Oh, it cuts asunder. Oh, to the very deepest depths of your soul. Where is the sword of God in our life? When the Bible tells us that it's wrong, but we'll do it anyway. When the Bible tells us it's right, but we won't do it. Where is the sword for that sacrifice? Where is it tonight that'll clean you? I'm going to tell you right now, the word of God, it'll trim you up. Jeremiah, thank you Lord. Jeremiah, he called the word of God a hammer. He called it a fire. God going to take the hammer. He going to tenderize you real good. Then he going to light the fire. Oh, he going to take that sword and cut all the stuff. That ain't no good on y'all. Then he going to light the fire. He'll cook you to your well done. Amen. I'm going to be honest with you. When I eat me a steak, I don't want you to cook all the flavor out of it. I got a fella in my church. You burn it. He'll say, put it back on there for five more minutes. You're taking all the flavor out of it. I like some of that flavor. Now, I ain't one of these. Smack the horns off of it and bring it to me either. Oh, no. Friend, I'm going to tell you right now. The Father has the sword. Some of you have made comments. And I don't, I don't mean this in a bad way. Boy, y'all talk about how hard the preaching's been. How hard the messages have been. Hey, all I am is a messenger. The Father has the sword. He's been the one cutting us this week. He's been the one sharing this week. He's been the one getting us ready for what's coming up in our lives. Hallelujah. If I tag you, brother, come in. You better get ready. You ever seen them tag team? Oh, them old, I don't think they do it. Them old wrestlers, they used to tag team. Boy, you come by. I was at a service one night. This old fella was behind me. Oh, he began to shout. Oh, I could feel God. You ever say, heard somebody shout on credit? Boy, I don't like that. I don't like that. They shout, they ain't living right, but they're going to shout anyway. I don't like that. Oh, but this guy, he done paid his dues. Oh, he'd live right there. He got to shouting behind me. Wow. I ain't got much, but my heart, like it is right now, it began to stand up. Wow, do you realize tonight that fire of the wood, of the sword, it gets you ready to be the sacrifice you need to be. That old fella cut loose and shouting. I said, whoa. You ever, you ever done that? 
just been sitting there all of a sudden you just just, oh oh, yeah preacher what you talking about oh let me introduce you to the Holy Ghost let me introduce you to the Father glory be to God what he baptized me with oh I went under oh he said where's that young lady he said he's a baptizing a preacher hey listen we don't sprinkle we do complete submersion preacher you hold her under till she quits bubbling amen hallelujah we won't make sure she gets it I'm just kidding now don't y'all get mad at me hey I'm going to tell you right now that fella went to shout boy I felt something you know what happened to me when I started shouting There's old preacher brother in front of me. Man, I'm telling you right now, I was feeling it. Y'all feel, I'm feeling it right now. Preacher, you sure are sweating profusely. No, that's Holy Ghost, honey. Hey, man, it's all right. It's all right. And I said, sitting there, that brother began to shout more than I felt it. Old tears began to run down my eye. I said, it feels good, don't it, brother? And I went to put my hand on that feller. Oh, son, you'd have thought he was running from a fire. Oh, the Holy Ghost got on him. Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now. Oh, when God gets to moving. I in a service. A church, listen to me. I'm fixing to get to the sacrifice. But where is the wood? Where is the fire in our life? Where is the sword in our lives to correct us? When we're wrong. Where is it? The cross has been put on your shoulders. The wood's been put on you for the sacrifice. And by the way, if you read the Bible, you'll see any time they put it down, it was, it was put in order. It reminds you of Elijah and the prophets of Baal about the sacrifice there. He said, I tell you what, I'm going to place a challenge to you. He said, you build an altar. He said, when you get that altar built, he said, once it's built, he said, can I just paraphrase? Who's ever God answers by fire? We know he's the real one. Huh? And the Bible said they built an altar. The Bible said they got up on that altar. They began to cut themselves. They began to scream. They began to holler. They began to yell. Oh, and Elijah looked at them. Now read the King James Version now. Elijah said, where's your God? Oh, preadventure as he went to sleep. Is he on the journey? You read the next thing Elijah did. He didn't use the wood they put down. Oh, no, sir. Oh, Elijah took and put the wood and built an altar there. Wow! And he laid it in order. And when he laid it in order there, he called upon God. And by the way, the trench, oh, what's significant about all the water he put in? He was right in the middle of a drought. Where'd he get all that water? Oh, well, you just a wasting water. Oh, no. The Bible said that God answered with fire. I'm consumed. I'm the sacrifice. I'm the altar. I licked up the water. I burnt the rocks up. I could see old Elijah. My God's greater than your God. My God's greater than your God. My God. Hey, we need the fire in our lives. Boy, I'm trying to help you tonight. Don't just try to be no mediocre Christian. 
Well, preacher, I go to church. I know a lot of lost people go to church. Preacher, I read my Bible. I know lost people read their Bible. I'll be honest with you. There was a fellow that visited. I had a fellow just fall out dead as a hammer in church. I'm talking about he died. I remember seeing the look on his face. I remember seeing the look on her face. He died. And I heard her say, Preacher. We was giving altar call. Oh, the conviction power of God was so. See, we're living in a day and time now. Repeat this prayer after me and you can be saved. That's not Bible church. Listen, I'm not I'm not preaching. I'm not preaching Campbellology. Oh no. Oh no, sir. I'm not preaching free will Baptist Island. No. I'm telling you, you can't repeat a prayer after somebody. Jesus Christ said, No man cometh to the Father but by me. But no man come to me except the Father first draw him. Oh, what is that preacher? That's that old Holy Ghost conviction. Hallelujah. We get revival and our lost loved ones come into church one or two things going to happen they going to come to the altar or they going to go out the door it ought to be a shame sinners come into church and sit there and be comfortable now I didn't say they shouldn't feel loved they ought to feel loved right off the bat I don't care what they wear don't care what they look like don't care where they did don't care how they smell they ought to be loved right off the bat but if they're amongst God's people, they shouldn't be able to sit here and be comfortable. Why can they? I'll tell you why. We ain't carrying our crosses. We ain't got the fire of God in our lives anymore. We, don't, we won't let the word of God trim us up to where, we're, to where we'll be suitable for God anymore. Time I got back out of that feller, he'd done lost all color. There was no heartbeat. Fingernails done. I'm, I'm, brother, I'm talking, I don't know how long it was. It wasn't long at all. But before I could get back there to him, here's what was said. The conviction power of God was so strong in that service that day. And I said, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. I said, one of these days, God's going to call your number. I said, and just like this. And I snapped, as soon as I snapped my fingers, he fell down in the pew. When I got back there, he was dead. We began to pray for this man. We began to pray for him. Boy, we gathered around. I knew he was lost. And I said, God, if you could show mercy one more time. Yeah. Yeah. One more time. We began to pray, and all of a sudden, here's what I heard. <gasps> His color come back just like that. Oh, yeah. He never went to the doctor. Didn't want to know what happened. Looked to me like he had a heart attack standing there. You know, still to this day, when he comes to a church service, he will not stand. Oh, no, sir. Let me go ahead and say this to you. Let me tell you how close he is. He was here Monday. And he was here Thursday. What? What? Why in the world's a lost person gonna come to revival? They are looking for something. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, let me yeah. go ahead and say this. He wasn't comfortable. Uh, 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 no. Uh, uh, why would you come when God's convicting you? Why would you keep He's a looking for something. He's a looking for something. Friend, I'm going to tell you. What are they seeing in us? Watch this now. He told him, he said, the Lord himself will provide the lamb for the offering. Now I'm reminded of what the scripture says in the, the book of Romans chapter number 12. Here's what he said. He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren. Wasn't talking to the lost world. When he says brethren, beloved, he's talking to God's people. He said, I beseech you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a what? A living sacrifice. And some people want to stop there. Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Why do we need these three things for the sacrifice? He said, present your body a living sacrifice. There's no more blood sacrifices needed. Jesus Christ took care of that. Once Once and for all. Hallelujah. You here tonight and you don't know that you know that you know. Should you leave this world today? You say, preacher, you talking about born again. I don't know what you talking about. Listen, if you ain't been born again, you can't get to heaven except God. Bible said, hey, hallelujah. He said, wherefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. I behold all things have become new. There's got to be a change in our lives. He said there in the book of Romans chapter number 12. He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. He said, well, preacher, what's that got to do with what you preaching tonight? Was he not going up there offering a sacrifice? Did he not say the Lord would provide one? Do you realize that you are that living sacrifice? And what did he say? Present your bodies a living sacrifice. What? Holy. What makes you holy? Oh, what makes you holy? Of that fire of the Holy Ghost on the inside of it. You gotta have it. Oh, now watch this. Y'all remember me saying something this morning about some things God don't give you a choice on? God is a spirit. And they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. And listen, God don't give us a choice. He says, So as I'm holy, so I be ye holy. God ain't gonna accept nothing less. Glory be to God. Church, I'm telling you, why do we need the fire in our life? It's what makes us holy. Amen. <laughs> Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, presentable. That's why you need the sword. That word of God will cut some stuff off of you. Preacher, you stepped on my toes this morning. Well, I appreciate you letting me know my scope's out of range because God wants your heart, not your toes. We'll give her a couple of clicks up. We'll get, we'll get the aim. Thank you for letting me know my aim's off. Because when I go hunting, I don't like my aim to be off. 
I'll point that thing and I as old though. Listen, they doing so much building around my house. Man, I used to be able to go right out in the backyard and just take my crossbow out there and just and just get me. They ain't they ain't been they doing so much building around there. It's coming many Charlotte. I done told y'all. There's old doe out there the other day. I was in my study, I opened up the blinds and I'm looking out there. There that doe is. And as I'm a, I got them blinds in the door, you pull that thing and they come up. I'm sitting there. While I'm doing this right here, my finger starts doing like this. <laughs> Some of y'all don't like Benefit, do you? Oh, I don't like deer meat. You like that old processed steroid stuff, don't you? All them chickens that they give all them steroids and all them antibiotics, whatever they call them things to them, they go from a baby chicken to a full-grown chicken laying eggs in two weeks. You go buy you an egg in a store and you let my brother bring you an egg from his house, you look at the yolk inside that egg. Huh? Huh? Oh, yeah, that thing's... Boy, I'm done. Listen, y'all know I can't eat when I'm preaching. I'm starting to get hungry. Huh? Oh, I am hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah, give me some fried eggs. Boy, that old yolk will be so dark yellow. Them store-bought store ones about like this. They are. I'm like, man, that, that yellow's almost, it's just almost white. But you get one of them farm fresh, ain't got all them antibiotics. They raise them up, ain't got all them chemicals, ain't feeding them all that stuff. That old yolk will be so dark yellow. Ooh. My, my, my. Look, you getting hungry too, ain't you, brother? Huh? Talking about, <laughs> talking about that sacrifice. I don't want all these additives of the world. I don't want the things of this world in my life. Preacher, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. Hit me with a hammer again. Any of y'all ever hit your finger with a hammer? Ladies, burn burn yourself on the stove, what have you. You hold that thing out like that. I never hit my thumb as much as I do after I've hit it with a hammer. Then everything in the world hits that thumb. Yeah, yeah. Right. Henceforth, sticking out like a sore thumb. Uh-huh. We got to be holy. We got to be acceptable. Amen. But now watch this. He said, holy. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto God, which is your What? Well, how do you show your service to him? By carrying your cross. You got to have the wood. You got to have the fire. And you got to have the sword to be a sacrifice that God can use. Now watch this. Y'all bear with me. I got to do it. I got to do what the Lord says. Y'all just bear with me. That thing, it'll come off of there. I'll break it, I'll buy you another. I'm going to give this illustration. You put a fork in me because I'm done. I'm telling you, I ain't tired, I'm tired. (laughs) 
I don't want to lay it nowhere near the pulpit. I just don't want to do that. Can I take your order, sir? You ready? That's what they do to Olive Garden. I love Olive Garden. Did I tell y'all that? Get you some of that lasagna, Freda. Woo-wee! Put a little bit right there. Your tongue beats your brains out trying to get a hold of it. Telling you. Let me take your order, sir. Hey, you, you like steak? Which is, which is better, steak or chicken? See, me too. A lot of people say, you ain't no preacher if you don't like chicken. Man, give me a good old cut of beef. Yeah. Yeah. Steak, chicken leg. Give me steak. Yeah. How you like your steak, sir? Right. Hook. Hook. <laughs> but if it's what you like. Okay, sir, you want a salad? What, what, what size do you want with that? That's your two sides? No, I like three. Oh, we go. <laughs> well, I'd like to sell you a third. So what's your other side there, sir? I like a sweet potato baked also. Oh, my, my. So, sir, you want a, you want a steak, rare. Uh-huh. You want a salad. What kind of salad dressing do you like, sir? Ranch. Oh, man, you just, it's just getting worse. <laughs> so. So you want ranch, and you want a, a baked tater, and then you want a sweet baked tater. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, sir, well, what, what would you have to drink, did you see? I sweet like tea? Half and half. Ha- oh, okay. okay. Tea. tea. Half and half. <laughs> well, half and half's that old cream milk stuff you put in coffee. You going to drink it? Well, anyway. So we go out there, and watch this. He said, he said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present, you put on display your body, living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable. See, He's a reasonable God. He don't ask for anything that you can't do. So I go and fix it. How you doing, sir? I'm sorry it took so. I'm sorry it took so long. Due to all the sickness going around, we're, we're short-staffed. So uh, I'm just telling you, well, you know, and that's what they're saying now. Well, what was the excuse before all the sickness? Yeah. But anyway, listen, you still ought to be Christian-like uh-huh. if they're like bringing you. Well, I won't mind for free because it's so late. Be a Christian about it. People make mistakes. Oh, my grace. He's one of them. Here you go, sir. There's your steak. There's that thing ain't cooked right. No, they... <laughs> Preacher, I'm trying to... I don't... Preacher, you're going to get me tickled now. Don't do that. <laughs> Give me that. Here you go, sir. There's your order. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Here's your steak. Does, does the steak look okay? Yes. Baked potato look all right? Yes, sir. Uh, the salad, is that, is that enough salad dressing? You need any more yeah, salad dressing? No, that's fine. You, you want any rolls? No. No rolls? I'm too fat. Okay. I, I ain't saying that you said. How does the sweet, sweet, sweet potato look good? Looks good. Is, uh, do, do you want any kind of cinnamon butter or anything? Yeah, cinnamon See, butter. See, that's what my wife does. That's how I do that. My wife does that cinnamon butter stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. go. Okay, sir, is there anything else I can do for you? No, I think that's good. Okay, you're going to eat that, right? I'm going to eat it. Okay, go ahead and eat it. 
Okay. Now y'all see how I presented that to him? Sir, here's your food. But, but, but that's a steak the way you wanted it cooked. There's your salad with the ranch. There's your baked tater. There's even your sweet tater with the, with the cinnamon butter on it. Here you go. Why would you not want to eat off of this? Because the way you presented it to me. I know that's simple. How are you presenting it to God? Are you coming to him and you ain't carrying your cross? Are you coming to him and you ain't got no fire about you? Are you coming to him every time the sword of the Lord tries to cut you? Uh -uh, You dodging it. You bobbing you with. uh -uh, Don't cut me preacher. He said present your body. I'm going to tell you right now, God don't want no, no please, please excuse me. He, he, he don't want no trash. Amen. I ask you tonight, is this you or is this you? That's your choice. God gave you the wood. He holds the fire. He holds the sword. How are we presenting it to him? When we come through those doors and present our bodies a living sacrifice, how are you bringing it to God? With the filth of this world or with the righteousness of Christ? Where is it? Where is the wood? Where is the fire? Where is the sword? Where is the sacrifice we're supposed to be for the Lord? Listen, I've preached my heart out to you tonight. I've gave you illustration. I've preached to you what God laid upon my heart. Now I know there ain't no perfect people in here be the first to raise my hand. My sacrifice could look a whole lot better than what it does sometimes. I see the man of God preach. Listen, I, I, I pastor. You'll be preaching. I'm watching the people bob and weave. You ain't cutting me. You ain't cutting me. I ain't trying to cut nobody. When's the last time you brought a sacrifice before God that was holy and acceptable? We'll go out here in this world. We'll rub elbows with the sin of this world. We'll come into God's house and we'll just act like we're holier than everybody. This old preacher needs work. I need work in my life. I need more fire. I need to carry my cross a little better. I need the word of God to cut me so that I'll be the sacrifice that I need to be. Would you come tonight? Go ahead, preacher. You see this old-fashioned altar? There's 
there's a difference in putting wood for a sacrifice. Any time in the Bible when an altar was built, it was built for the children of God to put a sacrifice on unto God. That's why there's altars should be in churches. Right here's where you present your body, a living sacrifice. Are you holy and acceptable tonight? Any work can be done in your life. How about coming? Would you stand tonight? Would you please stand? God spoke to your heart. The altar's right here. Preacher, I just don't know about all that stuff. Listen. He didn't give us a choice in the matter. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. The wood, the fire, the sword. That's what preps you to come in here and give God a sacrifice worthy of accepting. Come on, Pastor.